purposes. Make you now tuned in the purpose and practice. Ay, yeah, purpose and practice. Keep your mental sharp. Uh, learn all the tactics. Dr. Ross, shopping knowledge to the masses. Make you now tuned in the purpose and practice. Ay, yeah, purpose and practice. Podcast game. Ay, he got it mastered. Yo, 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 what up, what up, what up, what up? Yo, peace. We got like, first of all, we are back with Purpose and Practice, another episode. We are no we are episode number 16. Uh, who who yo who would have thought you know like two months ago we started this grind um shout out to mr encore uh setting me up with the great 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 intro um and also was the first guest on the show you know and, and a lot of what what i'm doing was inspired by some of the things that he did so definitely a shout out because i always want to shout folks out who kind of like helped me and inspired me and motivated me. Um, remember at purpose and practice, we all about that. We about finding our purpose and then practicing that purpose and making it to where we're like experts at what we're doing. Um, I can't wait to get into this episode number 16, right. you know, like, yo, I, but before we do that, I want to just give a, give a shout out to you all, the community. Uh, who's who's supporting the show like y'all are really crazy supporting the show whether it's on youtube uh whether you're checking us out on twitch i've been dropping the link now on instagram or ig um i can't wait till i can stream live on ig because it's really going to be popping once i can do that um those of you on facebook definitely shout out to y'all as well um this is like this is an episode that i'm really excited about you know, the brother that, that we got on today, you know, Larry Friday, like, yo, I remember him as a young man and I, I, I've been watching him, you know, on like from, from afar on social media. And when I tell you the brother is good people, but is like focused. And I was like, yo, people need to feel it, it, this mm. focus that, that he's moving in because when you, when if you're following him on social media, you're seeing the moves that he's making. But see, my whole thing is, is because sometimes people see the results of the moves that we make, but they need to see what's happening behind the scenes and like the struggle and the sacrifice and what we have to go through to reach those jewels and to reach like that prosperous state where we like, yo, I'm ready now. So that's what we're all about. And without, with that said, Yo, Larry, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining the show. How you feeling, bro? How you feeling? I'm good, man. I'm good. You know, I'm exhausted, but I'm good, man. I'm blessed, man. I'm just excited, man, for like another year to be alive and just, you know, try to find more ways to the bag, man. That's the goal for me, bro. That's it. Yo, another year. It's funny that you say that another year alive because that's really how we moving right now you know like it's like surviving events right now you right. know uh that that's our whole but you're right you know another year alive but more importantly another year serving your purpose you know if if you don't mind like just starting off the show telling us a little bit about what you're doing right now 
So right now, like my hands is in like a bunch of different things. I feel like I feel like I'm guessing in a way, but I just feel like um, I don't shake hands with um, people for no reason. Um, people who I just meet for the first time, I feel like it's uh, it's all God's um, mm -hmm. vision, all God's plan. Um, whoever I shake hands with, and uh, so right now, uh, I've been signed to Mario Winans for a couple years now, um, and uh, we recently just um, started working on a power TV show for the um, season two. Um, so I, wow. I got a couple of joints coming out with that for the end of the year, which is super dope. And um, the cleaning service is uh, obviously popping because, uh, you know, everybody needs sanitation. So on the other side of that, um, I've been doing cleaning um, up and down, even though I'm the CEO, I, I get my hands dirty every morning. Every time you get a call, I don't believe in uh, me just sitting back and just letting the money come in. Like that's corny. I feel like um, in order to profit more money, you got to work. You got to work no way. So instead of me just paying a bunch of workers and that we do, I just still believe in still getting my hands dirty and still keeping some of that profit to myself. Um, so, you know, between those two and just like investing in little small um, opportunities. Um, if you haven't been to the, uh, to the drive up experience, there's a movie theater in uh, Neptune, New Jersey um, that I, uh, Invested in small a donation to that um, situation as well. Shout out to Curtis um, who put me in that situation. Another hustler, man, somebody who I super believe in, uh, who brought me up in the game as well. So uh, definitely shout outs to him. And that's it, man. Just hustling, bro. Yo, you saying that's it? Wow. <laughs> yeah. That yo, you just like you, you said a lot, fam. Like you is like what was the theater? Speak speak so, about that theater a little bit more. Experience, um, what is it? The back drive up experience. The drive up experience. All yeah, right. they've been open since like uh, I want to say August or so, and um, they close um, October thirty first. Okay. So yeah, I okay. had my hands in a little like a little um donation there, and uh, you know just uh, just keeping my hands moving pretty much. Did, um, yeah. The, the drive up experience. So I remember coming up and I'm a little older than you. Like we had, we had, um, we had drive through, you know, and I remember it's funny because if you remember, if you know, on, um, right by the motor vehicle, a little further down, there was a drive through, uh, by the club where cluck you is now. It was like right, oh, wow. right back there. True. Okay. And like, that's where we used to go. You know, when I was a kid, my parents used to take us to the drive through there mm. And when I saw that, I saw it on social media, and I forget the first. What was the first movie y'all played? Uh, it was. If I'm not was, mistaken. It was Creed. True. It was. It was Creed. What? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Creed. And, and, and people was like sending out flicks, like, "Yo, we watching Creed. It's a drive-through because it was perfect." Because at the point, at that point in time. And I don't even know where we're at right now in terms of like restrictions and being in movie theaters, but you couldn't be in a movie theater. It was like the perfect yeah. thing. Yeah. So was was that the kind of thinking that went into that? Like, yo, let's let's yeah, bless so, people. I mean, um, Curtis Moreland came up with this idea um, to even um, support his community and to try to have some fun in the community so it wouldn't be, um, you know, as much violence or violence at all. He tried to make something that that the families can come together and have dinner, um, dinner and a movie. They can come yeah. together 
and you know just watch a movie together everybody just eat food you know just kind of have like a, a movie party in a sense you know what i'm saying True. so of course be safe also but just stay in your cars whatever everybody it was it's cool man it's it's been a cool vibe yo that that's what's up man and that's the vibe that that i got and i feel like whenever you like come in and bring in something that you know is going to benefit the people um and you you're not coming from like when you first start it's like yo i I'm, I'm just trying to make money but it's more of like yo how can i change lives like how can i like be a positive you know influence or a positive you know yeah. aspiration something that people are aspiring to or changing a quality of life well i find when we when we take that approach it's like a million times better you yeah. know it's a million times better and that's how i saw that when i saw i was like yo that's a that was like a brilliant, brilliant idea. Yeah. You know, that was a brilliant idea, fam. Yeah. Brilliant. So, yo, we on the show, you know, you you talk about all the things you're involved in, and you you ain't even go deep into everything. And we're gonna get yeah. into everything. We're gonna get we're gonna get there though. Yeah. We, we trust me, we're gonna get there. Um, but what I like to do is because sometimes, you know, especially for young people who are listening or for parents you know, who may be parenting young folks, you know, teenagers and everything. Sometimes we need to know the backstories and we need to know that it wasn't always sweet, that it wasn't always like I had this great idea. I had this great vision. I was on point, you know, and I know speaking from my own self personally, there were things that I had to grow through in order to be, you know, what I am and who I am now. So, with that said, what I like to start the show off on is like kind of going back and like us getting to know Larry, you know, as an elementary school student, as a middle school student, as a high school stu school student. If you don't mind just kind of sharing some of, you know, your perspective growing up. Sure. Um, I was bad as a kid. No <laughs> lie. I mean, if anybody remember Coach George, I mean... We had six, seven people in our classroom. Mm. And it wasn't that we were dumb. Mm -hmm. It was that we just couldn't focus in class. Um, the jokesters in class, we were just bad, didn't really care about school. It's not that we were raised in a hood, some of us. It's not that our parents were crackheads or whatever mm -hmm. you want to call it. It was just that we just couldn't function. It was something else that had our attention. So um in high school that was high school middle school i mean just the same thing um i grew up in a christian household uh but like i said like when you got to school it was totally different your, your parents wasn't there there was no bible there it was just you in school you chilling with your friends and whatever everybody was into you kind of just yes. had your hands yes. anyway, you know what i'm saying um yes. that's kind of how it was uh but i i would say in high school, when I did have to go to Mr. George's class, um, Coach George's class, I had to pick an elective. Mm. I didn't like no elective at the high school. Um, so I said, you know what, forget it. Let me just go to this piano class. Hopefully she don't got me doing nothing crazy in there. You know what I'm wow. saying? I go to the piano class. No lie. I give it like maybe a month of her like getting, getting written up. Uh -huh. I sit in front of piano to play this piece. And she says, Larry, how'd you learn how to play this piece without without looking at the sheet music? And I look at her and be like, I don't know. 
I'm just playing and I'm saying, playing what you told me to play. True. And from there, something clicked. So shout out to Miss Powers. Um, those of you who do know her. I remember her. Yes. If I ever seen you, then I owe you a super big hug. I owe you a trillion dollars if I ever get it. Um, Cause that right there just, uh, it brought out something that I never had. I thought I was going to play track or something. I was, I was good at that in my opinion. Um, and uh, wow. I ended up um, going to the church and started to just um, soak in my parents, my mom. Um, I just uh, started soaking in everything that they did when they were at church. And then one day I came home and like the church had donated me, donated me a, a upright a piano. I played mm. every day. And, um, you know, so I still stayed in school. I made sure I graduated. I went to college for two years at Brookdale, failed every semester. <laughs> was, you know, I, just, I was just there pretty much to go chill, bro. It wasn't even like, like I passed. Um, uh -huh. But there's something that happened during that whole process. Um, I feel like uh, when I was there, um, I got opportunities to, to go on the road and opportunities to do different opportunities and music. Mm -hmm. And once I had those opportunities and a couple checks came in, I said, yo, why am I going to school again? And my dad was like, no, stay in school. I don't care about none of this extra stuff. Mm -hmm. And I didn't listen to him. For some reason, I just went my own way. My dad always wondered, how are you getting this money? I hope you're not selling drugs and this is not how we brought you up. And I had to keep explaining to him, no, dad, like, I'm telling you, like, music took over and this opportunity just brought me to a um, to a really good place. And um, I went to a club one night. Uh I went to a club one night and um, I was always fashionable. I feel like mm -hmm. even as a kid, I grew up wearing used clothes. My mom took us to thrift shops until maybe I was in the 10th grade. And um, I always found a way to make the clothes look like it was a million dollars. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So True. when I went to this club, uh, I was dressed up. I was nice. And this guy came up to me and was like, hey, what do you do? Um, it was it was like a club in Red Bank, never forget it. And I'm like, uh, I don't know, bro. Like, I do I do music. I like doing music and stuff like that. He said, yo, I'm I'm going VIP and get yourself a bottle and tell him that I sent you over there. Wow. I'm like, bro, who is this? I'm not sure if it was like some, you know what I'm saying, something weird going on with the guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> compliment me, you know what I'm saying? So he gave me his card. He was like, yo, um, take my card and uh I'll talk to you tomorrow. So I take his car and I hit him up and he was like, yo, I need you to uh, come to my house. I have something for you. So I said, all right, cool. So I meet this guy at his house and he was like, yo, I have an opportunity to build a studio, a whole floor studio in Freehold. Wow. And I want you to be the uh, the co-owner with me. Wow. And not only the co-owner, mind you, bro, I'm 23 years old. I don't know what you're talking about. Get what I'm saying? And he, he was like, I heard you do yeah. music. Um, and that's cool. So he ended up talking to somebody that I know and he started, you know, bigging me up and he was like, yo, I need you to put a team together. I need you to make music every day. I don't care about the bills. I'm gonna pay all the bills. Wow. And, um, from that business, yo. we had that business for five years. We had that yo. business for five years. And I can say that it taught me a lot. It taught me, um, that failure wasn't an option. This one guy had a house in Lakewood. He was taking care of his mom, taking care of his daughter. And uh, I remember when things got slow and he just like 
stuck by my side. Anything that I need, he always took care of me. And it was just an amazing thing, man. Like, and I can never forget him. Uh, you know, it's um he was a special, he was really, really special to me. Yeah, um, taught me a lot, man. Like, even to be a boss that I am now, I would never, I don't think that I would never be the boss that I am now if I didn't meet him. That yo, you you dropped <laughs> you dropped a lot, yo. You you like you was going in, like and it's so many things that that caught my attention, you know. Um, and I think back to because I was just having this conversation with with my son about you know what you want to do in life, like what what is it that you want to do? And he's only 10, so you know, he's saying this, saying that, but you talked about kind of choosing a different path hmm. than what that was one of the things you talked about you talked about a lot but choosing a different path than what maybe even at the time your dad thought like something different for you you know like and you just you said like if i remember correctly he's like i don't even know what made me kind of like go left when he no, was I saying did. go right <laughs> yo but you did you know like and that's like, yo, that's, that's crazy. That, that is crazy because when those kind of expectations are on us, we feel like, all right, you know, my dad, my dad knows best. Let me try this. Let me, let me go through. But you had this vision. It's almost like you had a vision of like, nah, I, and even if you weren't even like aware of that vision, it was like you were moving on a whole different frequency. You know, did you ever think during that time that you was like, yo, maybe, maybe I need to just do what my dad said. Maybe I need to just stay in college. Maybe I need to like, did that ever, did that ever like touch you mentally? Um, so I would say, no, I feel like, um, every stage from that moment, for instance, I never had, <laughs> I never had no equipment, no musical equipment. And my whole career, except for um, that I purchased, mm. I've always been blessed to be around equipment to make music, to make money. The people who have purchased that equipment have never asked for no, no money. They've always invested into me. I believe when people do invest into you, there's something there. Not only that you see, but somebody else sees. Mm. When somebody else sees that, this, 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 you know what I'm saying? That means the True. sky's the limit. True. If you like see it that. on your own, then that's cool. That's like, oh yeah, True. I want to be a rapper. If don't nobody come to you, you get what I'm saying? If 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 the if the stuff is not lining up, either either you're not doing something right or it's just not meant for you to do it. True. You know what True. I'm saying? And that's no, that's no uh, you know, heat to anybody. It's just, you know, I just feel like to me, that's just how um I got it. You get what I'm saying? Like, that's how I got it. And not to say that, um, that I was extremely talented at that time. I said that somebody saw something in me, mm. whatever that something was, I saw it and it was fun to me. Yo, you know what I'm saying? Yo. It was fun to me, but somebody saw something that yes. was, but I thought it was fun. So because I thought it was fun and I made a couple of hours doing it, I said, no, I'm, I'm just going to keep doing this. You know what I'm saying? And eventually like it was just endless, bro. And yo, my twenties were amazing only because my twenties were amazing only because I got to experience a lot that I would have never experienced if I would have stayed in Long Branch and stayed at Brookdale 
and went to school to be a teacher like the rest of my family, I would have never experienced what I experienced in my twenties. Yo, but yo, you, <laughs> I can always, I can almost, I can already tell, like, I got a list of like, all right, two podcasts. I need two with this person, three with this person. And usually I can tell by like the first 20 minutes, a half hour is like, okay, I need another hour or two with him. So I already put you in that in that category, like I, right, I need two more episodes with him. So, but yo, you you just you you know just that part about like someone seeing something in you that you may not even see at the time, you know, like, and I'm a strong believer in that of like yo speaking into existence the future. Like I'm, I'm real, real, like yeah. I've, as a teacher, I did that as a coach. I did that as a dad. I do that now, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like as a leader, I do that. Yo, like, because and you, you talked about that situation with Miss Power and when she was like, yo, like you want another, le-. basically you want another level. Like, and you may not have even realized that at that point, you know, but you took it to like another extreme in it was something that it sounds like it moved you away from what a lot of your family was doing in terms of because shout out to your family, bro. Like, yeah. like Miss Friday for me. Yo. Yo, when you talk about Miss Power for you, yeah. like Miss Friday was that for me. You know, so like <laughs> yo, this she was like, it wasn't many black educators, and yeah. she was one. And she made sure when I tell you she wrapped her, her arms around us. Yeah. So like, uh, yo, real talk. Super special, bro. Real talk. Yeah. You know, um, so to break away, like to, to kind of be like, yo, I'm gonna try this new path. I'm gonna try, you know, that had to be like, yo, is this the right move? Am, am I am I moving the right way? Yeah. Um, but it sounds like you was like, yo, you were driven. It sounds like you were straight and from the product that I see now, mm-hmm. you you were operating on like a whole different level. And and one of the things, you know, Larry, if you don't mind, I think it's important for people to 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 hear. I felt like there's been times there was a time where I had to break away and be like, yo, I'm gonna do something different. Like, but it's not easy to do. It's not easy. Nah. And what I would love for you to talk about is like how you did it, like how you broke away and tried something that may have been seen outside of the box, wasn't going to college, wasn't doing that. Yeah. Like, can you talk about like, you know, how you had the courage to do that? So um, so after the studio, after my 20s, not even after my 20s, um, just during that time, um, I had one friend, um, Andrew Parker. Um, from Neptune, New Jersey. Mm. And um, at one point in his life, he was uh, he was just um, just a dreamer with me. It don't matter what I said. It don't matter if I said, yo, I think we can make a million dollars out of this wire right here. Uh-huh. By the end of the day, he would say, yo, let's find a way to put these two wires together and make a million dollars, bro. Um, So he used to go on a road with me. Like, when we used to go to the labels, he um, used to set up my laptop for the shows, everything that we used to do. And when he went home, he was in a relationship where um, I used to drop him off. Larry making all the money. 
why are you coming home with just a little check for her? Like, mm. you're not even doing nothing. Like, Larry, doing, Larry getting all the bread. You're not even making no money. I used to hear that. I used to drop him off. And I'm saying front door. I used to hear uh-huh. that all the time. Wow. And, um, yo. And uh, it just, yo, it messed me up only because a couple years ago, he, like, committed suicide. You know what I'm saying? And um, it told me that. Uh, wow. It don't matter what somebody's saying to you. It don't matter. It don't matter if somebody's saying, yo, you a bum. Yo, like whatever you got a vision for is corny. It ain't going to work. I promise you. I remember when those days happened and I told myself, I don't care who it is. It could be my dad. I love my parents to death, but they will never stop me from achieving anything that I want to achieve. And it doesn't matter what it is. If I say I'm making a million dollars, one day I make that million dollars. But the fact of... The matter is that people's words can really mess you up from achieving mm. anything you want to do. And as soon as they do that, uh, most of us just break out and say, you know what? F it. I'm about to get mm. a job at McDonald's. I'm about to just stay for the rest of my life. Not mm. knowing that you could have been a person to make Facebook. You could have been a person to create Instagram. You have no idea. You know what I'm saying? So after that happened, I keep him by my side. And every time I say, yo, I'm about to start this cleaning service, I remember him in the back of my head like, yo, Let's do it, bro. We lit. Right now. Yo. yo, so that, yo, that right there, that story and how you said, like, you would hear that, like the negative energy basically coming. Because what I find is, is that, and you probably would agree, when we're on this path to what I what I see as our destiny, like this is the greatness that we supposed to be embracing. Um, There are people who like, Yo, you ain't that ain't it. That ain't what you're supposed to be doing. Like, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? And it's like you gotta stay like committed. You gotta stay focused. And you can hear all this on the on the outside, like that can impact you and make you say, like you said, all right, I just need to get a regular nine to five. Like I just need to like, you know, do things that are gonna make me look good in this person's perspective or that person's perspective. And, you know, I, I, I respect that, you know, in, in, you know, RIP, you know, to, to me, who was like a comrade with you, you know, yeah. like, and it seems like a lot of what you're doing right now is still inspired yeah, for sure. by your relationship, you know, like, it seems like that's like keeping yeah. you going, like through this marathon, yo, that, yo, Larry, you, you, yo, you, you saying a lot, bro, you know, in, you saying, trust me, you are saying so, so much because we've all, we've all been there. We've all, whether it's our significant other, whether it's our girl, you know what I'm saying? Or our man saying, yo, why are you doing this? You need to be doing that. Or whether it's our, our aunt, our uncle, our mom, or our dad, like, yo, get, you know, get out of that, get out of this. But it was like, you had this vision, you know, and it seems like the vision was so it was so endearing to you and it was so important to you that you was like, I'm not letting this go. Like this, this is where, you know, this is where I'm headed. And, and, and that's what I want young people to hear. Yeah. Because I truly believe if you have that vision and you keep like a practice in terms of like, yo, I want, I want to hone this. I want to get better. I want to get better. I want to be an expert at whatever it is. It's going to happen. 
it's, it's only it's mathematically impossible for it not to happen, you know? So thank you. You know, thank you for sharing that, man, because I, yo, it's not a straight path. It's not always a straight path to like, Absolutely Oh, I did this. Not. I did that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I did. Yeah. Like wh- one of the things, you know, you, th- one of the things that attracted me to like, I'm going to reach out and I want to get the brother on the show is your entrepreneurial spirit, right? Like I'm 45 years old and I have just like got my own LLC. I was like, yo, I want to get an LLC. I want to, you know what I'm saying? Like I just did that at 45 and you know, it's nothing wrong with that, but I was like, you know, when I was seeing you and the work that you were doing, I was like, yo, this brother is really doing big things. Can you talk to us about how, you kind of got that motivation to be like, yo, I'm now I'm gonna be a business owner. Like I I wanna I wanna move to to that realm as well. Can you talk about the process that you went through in the preparation that it took to begin and start your own business? All right, so um I would say to a lot of people, um, before I even get into it, is that when you begin entrepreneurship or even when you have a vision, do not go into it without having no money. Again, every Friday you should have a paycheck. If it ain't from your business, it should be from a job. So before I even started the entrepreneurship, as far as the cleaning business, I had a job. Right? I was still doing music. I would get off work, go take a shower, come to the studio. Whatever my email said, I'm working on my email, sending the music out, back to next day. Time to go to work. And mind you, it was a 40-minute difference from the studio to where I was going. Wow. But I'm at work, and um, one day, no lie, I'm at this company, and um, this company did restoration where if anybody had a flood in their house, they would come and restore the walls, whatever it was, remove the mold, all of this stuff, right? So I'm at this place and they was like, yo, we don't have no cleaning service. Like, like we need somebody to, a faithful company to come and clean. <laughs> you see where I'm at? Yeah, I see it. <laughs> above just went up. I'm standing next to my boss, the bug went up, right? I says, yo, just what you need to start a cleaning company. He said, nah, well just, you know, just the, um, just the LLC, make sure it's mm-hmm. official. Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. like, General a liability. I said, I right, word. <laughs> no lie. Right? My partner just tapped in just now, David Pickett. Shout out to him. Shout out. Um, Shout out. We I'm sitting um at a church service and I tell him, like, yo, I might just start this cleaning service. I'm waiting for like a couple of months like to get my bread up. He was like, nah, let's, let's do, it do it tomorrow. Yo, word. So <laughs> let me tell you how God works, right? Because I believe I so hard. That God's vision is so much bigger than ours. True. My friend, my brother who died, this is his cousin, right? And when he came to me, I believe that this is his cousin talking to me. Mm. Like, Mm. this is his little cousin. Mm. Like, they were together all the time. I used to drop him off. He used to be with him. And Mm. as soon as he said that, let's go do this tomorrow, I had time it was. And we went and started this company the very next day. I went to my boss. He gave me a contract for the whole year for 
all the um, properties. Wow. Like, we ain't never clean in our life. But no. I've always been an organized person. I've always been at my house. I've always, I've always kept everything clean. Wow. So I knew how to clean. I just didn't know how to operate <laughs> a bigger scale of cleaning. You know what I'm saying? So what we do, he studied on his side. I studied on my side. We came together before every house we clean, before every building we clean. We built the plan. We got the chemicals, and we just went to work for that whole year. Our first, our first year, went to work by ourselves. Yo, he, up, he had a he had a security job. He went to work. He got off at eight o'clock in the morning. We set up at eight thirty nine o'clock and went to the job at ten o'clock. Got the jobs done. Next day, same thing. Now, remind you, I'm still I'm still doing the studio. I have to get off. I'm taking a shower. I'm going to the next thing. Right. So now, now, not only am I a full time entrepreneur, but now I got money coming every Friday. Now remember what I said: if you don't have it, remember what I said: if you don't have it every Friday, you, yes, you got to make sure that's coming in. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Yes. So that's kind of how it was coming. So with the entrepreneurship, remember it started when I was 23 when I got first opened up that business in Freehold, and I, I began to soak that in. But Damn. when I had to do everything myself. And do everything with with David Pickett. We started to realize, like, yo, this kind of expensive. And then from the the properties, we ended up getting our own band, getting our own chemicals, mm. and everything just you know uniforms and all that stuff. And it just became a professional business. And you learned it. You like learned the business. Oh yeah. As soon as as soon as as soon as that light went up, that said, this is an open opportunity to do something. Now remember, the music industry is saturated. You got mm. you True. got. You got A and R CEO sons that's in the business that ain't never make a beat in a life, and they make a million dollars. True, but they have no talent in this world. True. So again, that 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 uh that whole industry is saturated. Not to say that I will never give it up. I love it. I always mm -hmm. I will always find a way to get my way inside a door. Cool, but if somebody came to me and said there's an opportunity open, oh yeah, past that, I'm I'm gonna figure <laughs> out a way to get into that. Absolutely. So as soon Yo. as my boss said that. That there was a cleaning service that ain't nobody have. Oh yeah, that, that's me, bro. That's you. That's that. That's I need all of that. Yo, that you. Shout out to to David Pickett. Like yo, shout out to you, fam. Um, because we all know that we can't do this on our own. It's a village, and although you know Larry is our guest, but I love the fact that he's paying homage to those who have been a part of his team. And a part of his family, you know, um, whether it's entrepreneurship or whether it's going back to some teachers who kind of like pushed him into and got him to think differently about his talents. Yo, you you um, you got me thinking. You you really really got me thinking because I'm like, I'm thinking like as an educator, right? Like my job is as an educator is to create opportunities for you know, middle school, high school students to be ready to enter the workforce or career force, right? And I'm thinking about what you're telling me. And I'm like, yo, I think about all of the courses that we offer, which are very important, but I'm like, if they can hear from someone like you <laughs> and telling like stories of like, yo, this is what I did. This is how I did it. Whether it's developing an LLC, you know, um, those those stories and those things are very, very important. And I think that sometimes as educators, we miss that boat. 
like we we miss it you know we 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 totally totally miss it in terms of entrepreneurship um what i would like for you to, to if you can talk to forever however long you feel in in high school if there was a a program or something that you think can be instituted at that level at the high school level to help young people understand you know like before they go through two years of brookdale or whatever like yo you can start a business right now or what's your business plan as a high school student as opposed to you know after high school like what can you see that happening in a high school so i think that there should be two courses in high school that they do not have um credit building Hmm. it ain't no who teaching that yeah i ain't learned nothing about credit until maybe in my mid-20s and that's because my first 20s i just thought because of the money that was there it was gonna keep coming (laughs) you know what i'm saying but if we had some type of course that would teach credit building um it'd be a different world and not Hmm. only that um a business class that taught you about business obviously like about the different stages the steps of business you know what i'm saying how to start your own business taxes 1099s teach you at all all that stuff and i feel like if they had that class not to say that everybody would veer from college but they would have a different um they would have a different outlook on how they should move i feel like right now school and the government is just a tunnel vision way to say you got to spend all of this money to be a doctor and once you sure. adopt, you got to spend all this money, mm-hmm. put it right back into the government and put it right back into all these banks that gave you all this money to go to school. And I mm-hmm. just feel like that, like there's more opportunities than just being a teacher, being a doctor. You know what I'm saying? There's more opportunities out there. And opportunities are you. You are the opportunity. <laughs> like, you are the I opportunity. Love that. Yo. You walk around and you at school have no idea that you could be the opportunity. And that's the crazy thing. Like, I never actually thought about it until I got older. You know what I'm saying? And that it 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 did something to me because every time I see a kid and I just be like, yo, like you talented, bro. You 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 really gonna do something. And you, you can see it though. Some kids have an automatic gift from birth. Mm-hmm. You can see it when they go to middle school, high school. Some of these kids from Long Branch are beasts, man. Like true. I, I agree. Games, Long Branch, Long Branch kids, football is crazy. They're going crazy, but you know what I'm saying? Like, so the gift is there, it's just that like sometimes the streets take them away sometimes like and that makes me mad too i feel like they're selfish like why are you taking these kids where you know well you know they got a gift to do something let them mm, do something that let makes them do it great. like let them do something because you know what they're going to turn around and do for the city you know what i'm saying and it's like it's crazy to see that but on the other end of that like the kids have to believe that but they only could believe that if somebody is feeding that to their mm. brain and nobody's mm. doing that because the tunnel vision is mm. saying Oh yeah, I need you to be a teacher. I need, yeah. I, I need you to be a doctor. Yeah. From there, from high school, I need you to do four years of college. That's it. Like, it's all it is. The tunnel vision to do yeah. one thing. So entrepreneurship yes. is never going to be talking. They don't want you to be your own boss. They want you to be a worker. Yeah. Wow. In in that, yo, you you dropping fam. Like, cause yeah. I think about in, in that. That's one of the things that you know I raise my kids with. It's like, all right, I want y'all to understand the power of entrepreneurship, the power of being your own boss, you know? And, and my my son just asked me recently, we were taking a walk the other day, 
And he was like, you know, I was like, you know, you want to have, you want to be in a, a business or a career that you love doing what you do. And he was like, well, do you love doing what you do? And it's like, yo, kids ask you questions that you're like, yo, wow. Like, you know, cause you're not even, I'm not, I wasn't even prepared to answer that question, you know, but it also let me know that his mind is thinking about, yo, I want to be happy. And I want to feel passionate about what it is that I'm doing. And as I listen to you talk, I'm like, I'm just feeling all kind of passion, fam. Like I'm feeling like the energy that I'm feeling is it, it puts me in the mind of like, yo, I just think about if I was a junior or a senior in high school and I was listening to you talk right now, it may have been enough to change my life. And I love my life, <laughs> but it may have been enough to be like, yo, it's not all about college and that's not a bad thing, but there's this, you know? Um, so I, I really salute and, and I truly, truly appreciate, you know, what, what you're bringing to the show, because part of the purpose and practice show is that, you know, I believe that there's many roads to, and I don't like to use the term su success. But there's there's many roads to our our goals, our passion, you know, the things that really excite us um, and not getting one track as you as you describe, you know, what what I would like, if you can, if you could share with us, like, yo, was it ever a time where as confident as you are right now and as much as you believe that you felt this failure and you felt like yo, maybe this ain't it, you know? And if it wasn't a time like that, share that too. But now, like- 2012. Talk to, 2012, talk to us. As rough as I am, people see me and be like, you know what I'm saying? Like 2012, I cried like a baby. Hmm. The time I was in a relationship and I was on the phone with this girl like crying, like, yo, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Like, I don't got no money. I'm broke right now. I got a fly car, but it ain't nothing. I'm broke. It's nothing happening. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what else I'm gonna do next. You know what I'm saying? And um, sometimes I feel like you need those moments. I feel like you need those times where like, where like you just talk to yourself and maybe, maybe you do cry. You never know mm -hmm. how you're going to mm -hmm. fill up those times where you were a little stressed. True. You know what I'm saying? But um, I just feel like that time really just made me believe like, yo, like, like I did have a smidgen of success before this little, this little breakdown in my room. So why not see where it's going to take me? You know what I'm saying? And um, I just said, you know what? After I after that day, I said, nah, I'm back outside. I'm going to figure this thing out, like whatever it is. And the thing about it is, is that all you're doing is just figuring it out. Like there is no like plan sometimes. Sometimes the plan is just you figuring it out. Um, and I feel like the pride of a lot of people won't allow you to figure it out. Um, 50 Cent says something that like really stuck to me and people think that he's super ignorant, but the guy is rich, super. Rich. <laughs> One thing he said was, if you are talking to somebody who ain't got nothing going on, what kind of information is he offering? Mm. So when I heard that, I only surround myself around people who got money or got a dream to do to get money. Mm. At the end of the day, that's what we're here for, to make money for our families and to be successful. That's exactly what we're here for. 
So mm. when I heard that, I didn't like diss my friends or whoever I had around me. But when it came to business, when it came to me being a visionary, I had to surround myself around visionary. I had to surround myself around people who was talking outrageous about their vision yes. in order for me yes. to get involved in mine. Wow. Wow. You, you, yo, talking outrageous about visions. And one of the things I'm going I'm to just be straight up like 50, like I always been a 50, always been a 50 fan. Yeah, his, his. Be, yo, cause yo, he's somebody who I say this, no matter what you, what you want to say about him, he believed in him and he bet against him in since I've known him as an artist, and this is going back to like 1998, you know, 1997, because you mentioned like A&R. I was fortunate enough to be a roommate. Uh, shout out to Smile uh, to, to Smiles, who was a he was my roommate. He mm. was an A&R and Bad Boy Entertainment, and he was schooled up under Puff. So he was my roommate, like in college, you know, and he put me on to so many artists. And he also put me on though, more importantly is, is like, yo, betting on you. And I remember listening to 50 early and I was like, yo, he just talking mad reckless. But <laughs> when I think back now and I look at what he is now, I'm like, yo, that reckless talk was this confidence of like, yo, I'm like how you talking, this is what I'm going to be. Yeah, like yeah. this is, yo, and, it, and yeah. it makes, it makes so much sense to me now you know um so and and, and i love that for, that what you just dropped about in terms of people can be putting negative energy in your ear yeah. uh you know and, and what we gotta what we need to focus on in order to stay you know on our path yo you um i it's it's like uh, it's fire fam <clears throat> it's is that studio must be like because i'm thinking like all right Yo, Ant was in that studio when we did our thing, you know, yeah, like, yeah. and now here you are in that studio, you know, um, if you could tell us a little bit more about, speaking of that studio, TRS, um, you know, what y'all represent and, you know, what, 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 what the science is with, with TRS. Um, so Torque Recording Studios was built, I'm going to say like four or five years ago. Um, one of my business partners came to us and was like, yo. I want to start a studio, but not only a studio business, but I want to have a private studios for all the label artists to kind of come mm -hmm. and to, to bring their artists here. So um, Odell Davis and LaShawn Thomas are two of the partners who uh, who were touring musicians at that time and still are touring musicians. And they uh, play for everybody. I can't even name so many people. It's just insane. But they were the ones who kind of had that side of the business where they brought um, the people who they played for or the manager for another artist. They had the connection to bring them there. Um, Anthony Miller is another partner. Mm -hmm. had um, a mindset in his brain. He handles all of our money. Um, he's wow. a super genius when it comes to that side. Wow. And um, he knows about every piece of music that is built. Wow. Oh, uh, wow. and um, I just come in and just compose music. So I feel like we all came together with all of our strengths and build a successful business. Um, and from that business, we were able to uh, get a couple of um, 
items on Empire, the TV show, um, Power. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and we were able to get um, some artists from The Voice here on um, the TV show, um, from The Four, the TV show, and um, and it just goes on and on. Like you know, we just uh, we meet more people, and the more people we meet. You know, we gather up here and we just, uh, you know, just work as we work, man. It's just um, endless talent around the world. And I just feel like um, there was an artist that came over here from Finland and um, they came to our studio for like a whole week. And it was amazing um, because I never would have thought that we'll have somebody overseas to come to this, our little studio and to come work for a week, you know, and um it, it just goes to show that, like, when you put a limit on what you do, I just feel like God just comes in and be like, yeah, what's wrong with you? Like, that you're is, bugging, bro. So he came and brought somebody from Finland and got us to work with them, and it was super dope. And um, just opportunities just came from everywhere. And um, like I said, we just been blessed to do, like, some really cool things, and I believe that we're going to do a lot more. And it's the crazy thing is that, like, now that we got this business, there's so many other businesses now that we have opened on top of that one. So we're not here as much, but when we are here, we try to be effective and we try to get our job done and move on to the next task. So I just believe in like, you know, um, the brotherhood that we built over the years. And the crazy thing about that industry is you can't trust a lot of people. That industry is super dirty. And um, I could say that my brothers and my business partners who I have built with, I trust them with my last dollar. I trust them with my social security number. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Real talk, yeah. Brother. You know what I'm saying? Like these are these are like really my brothers that I never would trade for the world. Um wow. and like when we started this business, and like I said, like we have our ups and downs in the business, but that never stops us from coming here and still achieving the goal for the day. Whoever calls, we still come in and handle the work, you know. So that's just that's just how we do here. But it's just I feel like um, it started as a private business where we got the labels and then it became clients came from different, different, um, cities and, and states. And we just like, we to work and start an actual studio business. Damn. Yo, you, you <laughs> just, you got my mind, you got my mind working, man, because we are, sometimes we become so one track and we think that the only way out is to go to college, get a yeah. degree do this, do that. And there's no, it's no shame in that because you know what? I did that. You know, that yeah. that's what I did. No so it's, it's but no shame in that. Yes. Right. That's not yes. everybody. Everybody shouldn't try to achieve that. I don't think that yes. that's for everybody. You know, um, like I said, I remember going to college and studying for a test, like actually mm -hmm. standing in my room, blocking myself. When it's time to take that test, I don't remember how to spell my middle name. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't remember nothing on this test. Like, what am I sitting here for? Yeah. Right? I ended up being yeah. on academic probation for a whole year. I'm like, bro, this is yeah. not it. This ain't you it. Know? Yeah. This ain't it. I'm a quitter. It's just saying that there was another path for me that I had no clue about, that I never tapped into. And then wow. when I tapped into it, I realized that college wasn't even a thought in my mind to even take. And after that, I ain't take another test in my life. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, Yo, shout yeah. out. Listen, parents out there, right? Understanding. All right. We all, we all know, yo, we want our kids to graduate high school. We feel we're like, uh, all right, we want them to graduate high school. But find out what makes your children tick. Yeah. 
Yes. What, that fire in them. Because trust me, they are trying to show you, but you may not be seeing it because you are thinking that, well, that's not college. That's not like, you know, being a doctor, being a lawyer. Find it that like listen, put those put those ears on where you're really, really listening to what interests your children. Because trust me, there is a profession out there that they can my son, he loves video games, he loves streaming, he loves creating content, right? And if I ask him about creating a YouTube channel or a Twitch channel and how to create content, he could tell me in two seconds. He could right. write, he'll write a whole five pages on that. But if I ask him something about, hey, you know, the going to the to college or something, he's not really at this point, he's not really beat. So my whole thing is like, all right, well, how do I capitalize off of what he's interested in and understanding that that creating content on YouTube, on Twitch, on uh, Facebook, whatever it is, that can be something that's monetized. That is something that can end up being a career. So parents out there, don't don't shame your kids if they have different ideas than we may have had growing up, you know, of, of, of success. So, yo, we I already I already put it out there. We, we definitely I'm definitely going to be coming back to you for another episode. Like because there's some there's some things that I really want to dig deeper into um that in an hour we didn't have time just we didn't have time to do but what i would you know as we wind down one of the things that i would like to ask you is if you had some advice right that you would give to your younger self whether it's your middle school self your high school self you know and that may help some other you know middle school students high school students you know or or even people right out of high school you know, like that first year out of high school, second year out of high school, you know, what advice would you give your younger self if, if you had to give your younger self some kind of advice? Um, shoot for the stars, man. Um, a lot of us feel like that ceiling is like super low. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like um, some of the households are only right here. You know what I'm saying? But once you step outside, you just believe that because your household ceiling is right here, that's all you see. You know what I'm saying? Mm. When I say shoot for the stars, I mean like whatever is in your brain to do. Whatever was in my brain to do it. When I was younger, I had no idea. It just, you know, crossed my mind to like music. But I didn't take it as serious. I didn't go to Berkeley. I didn't end uh -huh. up doing none of that stuff. Now, could I have done all that stuff? Absolutely. I could have mm. went to that school and soaked up more knowledge and ended up going on tours early, but I didn't. Um, so what I would say was shoot for the stars. As soon as you have something in your brain, don't just don't just knock it off because it's only a dream. Those dreams are really are really how your reality should be. And people just believe that because the, you're sitting at your house is right here. This is all I'm going to see. This is all I'm going to do when I walk outside is the ceiling at my house, which is going to be a teacher. It's going to be a janitor. Wow. That's it. And when I say sky's the limit, it's what I mean. Like, if you see something else besides what you see at your house, that's something for you to do that's going to be reality. But you got to tap into that reality early and not wait until an opportunity comes for it to be reality. Wow. Yeah. Yo, you blessed us. <laughs> <laughs> nah, thanks, Yo, you blessed us. You were, you were ready. 
you know, uh, you was ready from gate. You know, like I, when I first reached out, and I didn't even reach out first. I, you know, it's funny because the first way that how it happened, I forget I had somebody on the show, and you was you was on maybe in the comments or something, and I was like, yo, I'm coming for you. You know what I'm saying? And you was like, yo, bet. And then I think shout out to Doug Leader. Oh yeah, Doug. Uh, yeah, Doug yeah. Shout out to yeah. yeah, shout out to Doug. Yeah, yeah. You know, another one that you know as a student inspired me. Um, but he was like, yo, you know, when you, I was like, yo, he was like, when you going, you need to get Larry Friday on the show. I was like, yo, I already, I already reached out to him. Like, I was like, yo, we already working on this, you know? And this is why, yo, the, the, the passion and the authority that you spoke on today. And I love it because it's another avenue. Like it's, it's just a whole different avenue, man. Like, and that's what I'm trying to do on this show is to bring all of these different roads in, in terms of success. Because I think a lot of times when, when we see like, all right, this ain't the path for me, we immediately believe that it's something wrong with us, that that wasn't the path for me. And that's why I love hearing these other paths of success because it gives one more like kind of like a lifeline to someone to be like, all right, this didn't work or this is not my path. But you know what? I was listening to Larry Friday. He was saying, yo, dream bigger. Like it may not be college. You know what I'm saying? It may be entrepreneurship. You know, you need to research that business. You need to find out how to get an LLC. You need to find out about the importance of credit. That's hey. what we're trying to bring. LLC to is $150. Yo. You know, like you, you spending $150 to have your own business. Yeah. What yeah. you do after that is up to you. It's up to you. But yes. you should never just like, it's crazy, man. Like people see this stuff on the side of trucks and be like, oh yeah, no, it's really just that. Oh, it's yeah. that little. And after that, it's really on you. Like and too much down and too much of our business. We got our own business. We got our own van. You know mm. what I'm saying? <laughs> we got our own van. Too much of our business that we knew nothing about, bro. Like, yeah, so like, and I'm super grateful for it because, like, people be like, Oh, a cleaning business, how much money can you make out of that? Bro, I can show you my numbers, bro. You know what I'm saying? Right, and it's listen, like, I know, talking about the numbers, it's just that other cleaning companies will show like there's money in everything that we do, there's money in cleaning, there's there's money in and uh, doing, doing construction, there's money in everything that we do. You know what I'm mm. saying? But nobody will ever believe that. No, nobody will ever believe that I'm gonna make no money doing cleaning. You know what I'm saying? I promise you, I don't have to wait every Friday to get a paycheck because I can go into my account and go buy groceries right now. I can go buy whatever I want right now. I can go shopping right now. And it's not the fact that I'm rich or I have money. It's just the fact that I established myself to be able to afford the kind of stuff that I want and to get more money for my family. So that's exactly what I intend to do. And not only with my cleaning business, but whatever music opportunities I get and whoever other hands I shake, who who knows yes. that next year I might shake hands with somebody who who does window cleaning. Mm-hmm. I might do that too next year. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you don't know. Yeah. Like, and like, I need a window cleaning contract. What you go like, and it's like, all right, yo, we on that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that, sure. yo, that is, you, shout out to you. Um, we, we definitely, you know, on this podcast, these are the stories, Larry, that we bring into the people. Yeah, A um, lot of love in the chat from you, for you, um, and, and what you have done, which is, which is deserved. Um, and I just hope that those of you out here who are listening in, yo, share this podcast, 
share this energy because this is energy that our young, yo, our young people need to hear this. They, they need, they need to hear this, yo, real talk. And if we're not, then we're doing a disservice. So definitely you are definitely family to the show fam. Um, I will be reaching out. I'm just letting you know, <laughs> I will be reaching out for another episode. Cause there's a lot of other things I want to get into, you know, uh, with you. Um, but we definitely respect, you know, what you're bringing to the table, man. And, and keep, you know, keep doing your thing, you know, okay. keep, keep doing your thing. Sure. If, if, if there's any last words, I like to give, like to give guests an opportunity, you know, if there's any last words or anything that they want to share with the audience, you know, before we, we sign out, feel free. Thanks, Ray. <laughs> Shout out to Ray. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Like I said, like the stuff that I'm doing to me is little. I believe that it's going to be a lot more because now I know. Now I know what I'm supposed to do on this earth. I am supposed to be a boss. I'm supposed to be an entrepreneur. I'm supposed to be a CEO. And that is what I believe. I don't believe in nothing else. So for the rest of my life, that's what I'm going to be doing. And my kids are going to end up doing that too. It's just how it's going to go. Like if they, if they choose to be teachers, then they're going to be principals. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, <laughs> that's just how it's going to go, bro. True. Like we're not going just, we're not going to settle for nothing low. Like I did True. that as a kid. You know what I'm saying? I remember like my mom and dad, I loved them. Like they, they showed me the way of life that like was amazing. Whatever they had, they gave, you know what I'm saying? And I choose to do that and just broaden up the scale and just, you know, be able to do more for the family. I love it. Yo, I love it. I love it. I love it. Shout out once again, Larry Friday. Yo, check this brother out. Um, another level. And I knew it was coming. I knew the energy was coming and I knew he was ready. You know what I'm saying? Like I told him, I was like, yo, I'm going to hit you with the link at 650. Right. So 653 come. He like, yo, I'm waiting. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like he was ready with the heat, you know, and, and I respect that because it's like this is the message, you know, that we that we need. You know, this is the message that the community needs. And this is the reason why I do this show. So with that said, you know, to all of the folks who joined out tonight, it was crazy, crazy love in the chat for you, bro. Um, crazy people supporting the show tonight, you know, and that's a salute to you um, and the energy that that you that you bring. I I just tell you, yo, keep doing it, keep doing your thing, um, and keep giving back. I'm gonna find a way. I'm trying to get you. I'm already thinking of like, yo, how can I get him into my school to talk to young people? So I'm working on that right now in my mind. I'm like working on like, how, make that? how am I making that happen? So when you hear, yo, when I reach out, just be ready. You're like, yeah, you're like, like, like word up, be ready. Um, but the Purpose and Practice podcast, this is what we are all about. You know, these are the stories that we're trying to bring to the community and bring to the people. Um, when I say I'm inspired, by what you're doing, yo, it's an understatement. Yo, word is bond. I'm 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 inspired, like I'm motivated, you know, by what you're doing. And yo, just keep keep on doing it. So to all of you out there, thank you for joining, you know, and peace out to you and, and peace and, and love and safety, man. And in, in these crazy times, you know, stay healthy with your family. 
Uh, with that said, shout out Aunt Miller. Yo, you know you my bro. Um, yes, no doubt. Shout out to him and to everyone else who joined in tonight. And especially shout out to you, Larry. Uh, and on that note, you know, we're going to bring it back. My brother, Mr. Encore, with the with the crazy intro, crazy yeah. outro, you know. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we're we going to hit that right we now. We're going crazy, too, man. Definitely. Yo, crazy, yeah, crazy. Too, I'm saying? Yo, yeah. crazy. Like I said, that's the brother that motivated me to be like, yo, I'm going to do this podcast. It wow. was based on, yo, it was based on his work. And that's why he was the first guest wow. on my show, you yeah, know, yeah. so... Definitely shout out to him. Much love and uh, peace to y'all, everybody, man. Everybody in human family. Peace. It's a non-core banger. Dr. Ross dropping knowledge to the masses. Make you now tuned in the purpose and practice. A yeah, purpose and practice. Keep your mental sharp. Uh, learn all the tactics. Dr. Ross dropping knowledge to the masses. Make you now tuned in the purpose and practice. Ay, yeah, purpose and practice, podcast game, ay, he got it mastered, the sign call.